0: Welcome to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I'm your host, Isaac Wolf. I was going to talk about this in my last episode, but it completely slipped my mind while I was talking about Mocker Maker and the underclassmen who declared for the draft. So I'll talk about it now. Three top high school prospects chose the G League's professional pathway program recently Jalen Green, Isaiah Todd, and Deshaun Nix. Jalen Green is the number one overall prospect in the 2020 class, number one on ESPN's Top 100, and he was the first one to do it. He was bold enough to be the first ever high school prospect to choose the G League's Professional Pathway program. He's expected to get north of $500,000 and a six-figure shoe deal. So he made the decision, and then Isaiah Todd followed him. Around that time, I think it was like the day before Green announced that he was going to the G League, Todd decommitted from Michigan. And that also happened the day after top-10 prospect Josh Christopher chose Arizona State over Michigan. So that was interesting. Michigan lost two five-star prospects in two days, which was amusing. Of course, this is coming from a Michigan State fan, but anyway, Todd decommitted, and then the day after Green announced he was going, it was originally reported that Todd was looking to play professionally overseas, but then he chose to go the G League route as well. So maybe he just, like, waited for someone to take that step. Maybe he didn't want to be the first one. He wanted to make sure someone went with him. And then, just a few days ago, we heard Deshaun Nix decommitted from UCLA to join the G League. So there is how he went from zero to three prospects in the G league doing the professional pathway program, which pays these guys $500,000 to be on a select team that travels to play exhibition games and train. They may play other G league teams, national teams. They could also possibly go to Australia and play with the NBA Academy there, according to Woj. But the NBA last year put in a $125,000 program and, That didn't attract anybody in, partly because they didn't want to play in the G League full-time. There was, you got the $125,000, but you were were assigned to a G League, a specific G League team. This new pathway program does not do that. This also makes it easier on scouts to look at top prospects, because you think of guys like LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton who went to Australia to play. These guys are going to be lottery picks for sure. That's a long way to go to evaluate a top prospect. This certainly makes it easier by keeping the scouts in the States, unless, you know, they played the national teams in the other countries, like if they played the Japanese national team in Japan. But another thing is this sort of of bridges the end of the one-and-done rule because the NBA and the Players Association are still so far away from ending the one-and-done rule. This bridges that gap until the next collective bargaining agreement in 2024, 2025, when the one-and-done will possibly end. So that's not for another four to five years. This now gives players an option to skip college and get NBA-level training without going halfway across the world. Now, this impacts college basketball in a very big way. Yes, there will still be a lot of guys who go to college. I don't think more than maybe 10%, 10, 15% will go to the G League route. I mean, we just saw five-star Greg Brown about a week after Green and Todd went, chose to commit to Texas. But the money thing is one of the main attractions, and that's where the NCAA NCAA is at a disadvantage right now. However, we have to keep in mind that this isn't really $500,000. What you pay Uncle Sam, that's 40%. Your agent, 10 to 15. Insurance, probably another 15%. So this is more like two hundred twenty-five, dollars $200,000. Instead of, I mean, that $500,000 number is very deceiving. But still, I mean, it is a lot of money. It's more than 98% of the world banks, probably. It is $225,000 more than the NCAA offers, which is why they're all of a sudden in a, uh, in a scramble to pay their athletes. They refused it for so long until California passed that bill or whatever last year, allowing their student-athletes to make money off their name and image and likeness. Now the whole NCAA is trying to find a way to make this happen because they're going to start losing their main attractions to a degree. Now, it's not like everyone's going to the G League now. Plenty of top kids will still choose the NCAA. But the NCAA is looking bad right now because everyone for so long has asked that these student-athletes get paid, And they've just never done it till now, now that losing top players is a reality. So on Wednesday, the NCAA sent out a proposal that would request an exemption from federal antitrust laws to establish a, quote, safe harbor that protects the NCAA from lawsuits filed over its new name, image, and likeness rules. They will also continue lobbying Congress to override state laws that are preventing student athletes from getting paid so they can be paid. The vote is set to the vote on this is set to occur in January 2021, I think. But a lot still has to happen to make this a reality. There are still tons of questions that come with it and hopefully will be answered beforehand. I mean, they'll probably have to be, but yes, this is a major, major decision by the NCAA, and it would certainly shift things in not just the basketball world, but the entire college sports world. Remember, this goes for all college sports. It's the NCAA, National Collegiate Athletics Association. It's not, it's not the National Collegiate Basketball Association. It's not just basketball. Personally, I'd prefer to see the kids go to college. The stage on college basketball is bigger. They will get little to no publicity on the G League route because they're not playing actual games. I mean, I don't want to see Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd's scrimmage against the NBA Academy in Australia. That's, That's not entertaining. But, I mean, I think there's better coaching at the college level too. But, of course, I do understand that some of the players are in different situations where they almost have to get the money, you know, for their family back home. Some of these kids come from st- uh, tough, situations, tough situations where their parents are struggling, and now that they have the opportunity to do that, to give back to their family, that's fantastic. It makes perfect sense depending on the situation. Paul Pierce on NBA Countdown a while ago shared his experience, how he couldn't go home for spring break or Christmas break when he was at Kansas because his mom couldn't pay to fly him home, and neither could Paul. So for guys like that, it makes sense to go get the – 500, eh, 500 in quotes, but $1,000. But I do believe in these guys having the ability to choose what they want to do. I mean, it was sort of forced upon them for so long. Letting them make their own decisions is part of growing up. And I think that's also a good idea because college isn't for everybody. It's just, you know, unfortunate that they don't get paid for their likeness because they do believe that they deserve to get paid. To wrap up, Today, this day in NBA history, Charles Barkley scored 56 points on 23 of 31 shooting, leading the Suns to a 140 to 133 win over the Warriors and a three game game sweep in the first round. Barkley's 56 points tied for the third highest total ever in an NBA playoff game and his 38 points in the first half set a record. Happy birthday to Jalen Adams, Dorian Finney-Smith, George Hill, Frank Jackson, Jonathan Motley, Victor Oladipo, and Kevin Porter Jr. We'll be back whenever with another podcast.